Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You guys going on a trip soon? Going to be using an animal of some sort, maybe a horse, llama, mule, alpaca? Well, sometimes you need a saddle that's comfortable, and now there is one. It's called the pack saddle. Patented by Carl Mandriola using materials combined from footprints and Nalgene bottles, this seat has been contoured to fit your Rumpelstiltskin perfectly to make those long rides on your animal's back more comfortable than other. Only on Amazon. What's going on, me and me? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who, who has managed to use his face mask on a backpacking trip Al, as a swimsuit, uh, Carl Mandrioli. It was uncomfortable for everybody, by the way, buddy. How you doing? Yes, indeed. Indeed, yeah. I, I will not do that again, so thanks for the warning. Thank you. With me today is Derek Somerville, the inspiration behind the song, Video Killed the Radio Star. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> All right. That was... Wait, maybe that was me. Sorry. Maybe that, that, might, that might have been me. That was, that was really... <laughs> oh, it never gets old. It never gets old. <laughs> I don't know that you got the connection because we're doing a radio-themed episode. Yeah, today. no, I got That's it. That's why. Yeah. Video Killed okay. the Radio. Um, yeah. Radio Star. Yeah. Got it. That's yeah. good. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is gonna be a fun one today. I'm excited to talk to the B and B firsthand. Well, we and we and we recorded our conversations already, so we're kind of going back and recording the the introduction to this. And the reason why I point that out is because Derek had a really hard time, not really, no. with the chronology. Chronology yeah. is that because I made one comment about we hadn't recorded that yet. Is that what it was? No, that you'll you know just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow! Yeah. And we also wanted to clarify that this is an audio podcast, not a video podcast. Um, Derek, was, doing, was it like some show and tell stuff you had going on there that you were trying to show everybody? Uh, I was talking about Dasani bottles, which I think uh, 99.3% of all people understand what that looks like, a Dasani water you bottle. You were showing the camera, and then there was another time when you were showing the camera something. I forget what it was, and I was like, I don't I don't know if you're tracking with that. I think I was one. just showing you guys, and then I was, un- I was under the impression that everybody would know what a water bottle looks like. So I think it was safe. Mm. I think it was a safe bet. But what percentage of people know what a Dasani water bottle looks like? I just said ninety nine point three. Okay, that's a that's a proven fact in your is in it? your world of stats. That's a proven fact. Did you know that Dasani is only sold in Western states? And, and people still know it. I just people made that up actually. That's how accurate you are. So we got some folks from around the country that were willing to to chime in today. We yeah. um, covered kind of a range of topics. Mm-hmm. Most related to backpacking, not all though. We had we had some different some different thoughts out there. Yeah. And and yeah, I think that there's gonna be kind of you know a little something for everybody out there. Would you agree? I think I thought it was yeah. I think it was really good. It was fun. Okay. All right. So so here we go. We got our first caller coming up now. All right. We got Chris from Texas. How's it going, man? Just living the dream, guys. How about yourself? <laughs> living, living, living the dream. The dream. Why not? 
Maybe for Chris. Chris. I said that to a guy who walked back and he's like, you know, nightmares of dreams too. I was like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Nightmares are dreams too. Yes. <laughs> when was the last time you guys had a nightmare? Uh, oh, it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. Uh, I think, I don't know, I want to say like maybe a year ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, Do you want to share what like, your nightmare was of? No, I don't. It was kind of <laughs> like, whoa, I'm glad this isn't real. Okay. I think it was about like a break-in, maybe. Somebody's oh, okay. breaking in the house. Gotcha. Know. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah, typical. So I've got a question for you. Uh, my question is, what do you guys think is the most underrated skill that someone can develop that will help them while backpacking? Uh, map Ooh. reading. This is map reading. <laughs> you think it's underrated? You think people... reading a reading a gear list? <laughs> reading like like actually reading the gear list, not actually just reading, just in, just general. Just just reading general. in general. <laughs> it's underrated. Underrated. underrated skill that's a great question man you're um, i bet you're a really good conversationalist when not confined <laughs> to just a few minutes on the radio on the radio episode hmm. all right so yeah derek what do you think so are you going with map reading is your underrated skill i feel i feel like that's that could be an easy thing to learn how to do but people just don't want to do it because they have their you know nowadays we have all the tech so we got gadgets yeah we got the gadgets so if the gadgets break what are you going to do so do you think that people are doing like no map reading because they're relying on the gadgets or that they're I, simply not navigating at all because they're relying on the trip leader? I want to say they're doing like map glancing. Like, oh yeah, we're going in the right direction. Like, oh, here's that junction. But they're not looking at like the details of the terrain and all that topography stuff. That's right. that's my guess. Okay. But. Chris, let me, let me ask you the follow-up question then because I know that you lead trips and you've probably been with a lot of different folks. So if you're with people that don't read maps, maybe they don't know how to, maybe they're, they're practicing. Would you ever say, you know what, if this next junction, I want you to navigate, I want you to decide, are we going right or left? And then yeah, if they that. choose, I've done that with tons of groups. okay, but here's the follow-up part of this question is if they choose the wrong way, are you willing to head down the wrong trail knowingly just to teach them the lesson? <laughs> uh yeah so I, i've done that with small groups before and if it's a group let's say if it's a group of people that are prepared to go the wrong direction mm -hmm. then I, i'll let them go for a little while okay. most of the time though by the time that they realize that they've made a mistake we haven't gone that far because what i'll do on especially when i'm teaching new people how to, to do land map i'll say all right we're gonna have some some backstops and we're gonna say all right we're gonna get to this point and then we're gonna check the map again and mm. so what usually happens is they they miss a backstop or they they figure out their error usually within the next you know half mile to a mile. I don't let them go for like ten miles or anything without you know double checking their their navigation. I'm okay. trying to I'm trying to imagine that conversation. If you went five to ten miles, and you're like, hey Bob, uh, we've been going the wrong way the whole time. We gotta go back. <laughs> that would be so listen so... that hill. Yeah, it's not that hill. <laughs> yeah. Do you imagine how angry? They... <laughs> I can't yeah. Well, I don't, well, we don't. I mean. Maybe Chris is that guy. He's like, you know what? Bet you're not going to make that mistake again. <laughs> well, it's, Did it you learn something? on the dynamic of the group too, right? Because like, I've got yeah. a bunch of kids. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to let them, you know, like, you know, tear themselves to pieces over it. But if I've got a bunch of adults that are kind of a little bit more hardcore that, you know, really right. want to have that experience, then, you know, I'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll help you. But, you know, I'll be a resource if you guys need me kind of thing. Right. Um, it just depends on the dynamic of the group. Right. Yeah. Some yeah. groups, you got to make them sweat it out a little bit more. You know, For sure. Yeah, them. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's a I think that's actually a pretty good answer, Derek. I think my answer is how to filter water oh, boy. for more than just yourself. Oh, that's not it. My answer is way better than yours. Number one, and number okay. two, that's your issue. I think that's your issue. It's, it probably is my issue. You're right, but, but still, we'll, I think that's an important we'll skill. Is, is, is to think it. beyond yourself. I think that's true for like really any camp chores. Is like, hey, I got to camp. I realize I'm tired. Maybe I'll take a break, take a rest. How can I contribute? How can I do something for besides just myself? So well, just, just to be, because I think there's a lot of people on those trips who maybe are great people, they're nice, they're easy to get along with, but maybe they're not like self-starters or they don't like initiate anything like that. Like some people will see a campsite and be like, oh, you know what? We got to get this done. I'll go do right. it. And they're just going to kind of, oh, let me just sit around and wait. Um, and I, right. I don't know. I mean, I've been guilty of that a few times for sure, but correct me if I'm wrong, like, everybody pitching in is going to make the experience far more enjoyable overall. So right. if you have one guy who's just not doing anything, it's just kind of, 
And when you say like, you, you've done that a few times, just, yeah, it's more, more like most of the time. Would you? Agree I knew you go back to that. Yeah, yeah. I knew you go back to that. <laughs> Have you ever done that, Carl? Have you ever, uh, not Chris, Chris, here's my question to you then about this. If you are noticing people that you're bringing along, um, let's say adults, because kids could be all over the place, but let's say adults that are maybe they've been on more than one trip. So it's not, they're not newbies and they're, they're not pulling their fair share. Do you actively direct them to a task? Again, it kind of depends on the dynamic of the group. Like I took a group out uh, last year that was, it was four adults. We were on a, like a intro to backpacking kind of class set up. And so we were out there and I just, I, I never like straight up, like tell people like, this is what you need to be doing. I usually say something like, if it was me and this was my group, I would go ahead and have you start, you know, packing up the tent, you know, filtering water, just to kind of help direct them. And, you know, I think here's some things that are going to be coming up in the next, you know, hour or so that you need to start doing some prep work for now in order to make the experience more enjoyable. Right. So things like, you know, right. go ahead and start packing up your gear so that we can pack up the tent when it gets dry enough. You know, that kind of stuff that, you know, as a newbie or somebody that hasn't gone out on a lot of trips, they don't necessarily think about. Just right. kind of think ahead and yeah. have that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's easy to do with, with the newbies or the people that have, haven't gone that much. But I think when you, when you go with experienced folk, I think you sort of, you know, expect that they can kind of like Derek was saying, be Handle a self-starter. So yeah. And so that's, I think that's where, that's where we yeah. run into the problem. Maybe that's my personal problem, but that's where the, the issue lies. And so I think I'm going to take more of the approach of Chris and just pretend like they're newbies again and just be like, Hey, you're just sitting there. Uh, maybe, maybe do something. <laughs> <laughs> if I were you, I'd grab my water bottle and go filter my water for me. You've had 17 gallons of water filled for you in a row. Do you think you could fill up a couple bottles? <laughs> Can you fill up this uh, small Dasani bottle for me? Right. right. Yeah. People cannot see that. We're not doing a video. Podcast. They know what Dasani bottles look like, Carl. Okay. Chris, you're still a famous YouTuber on, it's it's Bear Outfitters. Did I pronounce it right? Yep. Yep. Bear B-E-X-A-R. B-E-X-A-R Outfitters. Uh, Chris mm. always has the the best thumbnails uh, to go along with his videos. Really informational if you're looking for some yeah. for some backpacking tidbits and more information. So um, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Nice to no, talk to you, buddy. All right, we've got Mike with us from Northern California, far Northern California. What's going on, man? All the way to the top of the state, man. Nothing. Good to talk to you guys. How are you guys? Doing fresh. good. I feel fresh today. I feel good today. All right, low, Mike, low, what, low, what low. you got going on for us today? So uh, we're going to talk about sponsorships. Uh, I really Ooh. enjoyed your guys' uh, sponsorships that you we're guys, real. Your, your your fake sponsorships that you guys start off with. The These are not fake, episode. Mike. <laughs> They're not. Especially right. the one in the beginning of this episode. Everybody pay attention to it, which you'll hear later. <laughs> I can't which wait you'll to. hear later. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't recorded it yet. I'll be, I'll be transparent with the B&B. We'll do it after the show. I, I can't wait to comment on it after I hear it. After Derek, this Derek, I Derek having some chronology issues here. Chronology? I just said we haven't done it yet. You'll we will do it. Okay. Yeah. So to go along with that thing, what what kind of a sponsor? What what, what brand of medicine do you think sponsors a boxer? Like, <laughs> a boxer? Like a boxer? A fighting what boxer. What brand of medicine? Yeah. I, I was thinking more like, can they get health insurance? Really, but brand of brand of medicine. I don't know, Carl. You want to take this one? I, I think really... I think the Pfizer brand probably because that's the main brand I know since they're producing the vaccine or one of the vaccines, and so that's the that's the only brand of medicine. What is what is Advil? Hmm. What about Muhammad Ali? <laughs> Ooh, now that is creative. Okay, okay. Uh, right up okay. Carl's okay. alley. That that was your question. Uh, that was that was your. <laughs> that was one. Of, that was number one. That was okay. your first. Starting strong, Mike. Starting strong. <laughs> okay, so I've got three. Oh no, I've got four that I think you guys will really enjoy because I know that Derek, you like fire, right? Who like doesn't? Yeah. Fire. Yeah. I personally am the fire starter in our group also. So, uh, well, I don't it's, know. it's nice to have a fellow. Wait, you are know. you the fire starter? Like you start like the campfire or like a conversational fire? Starter? <laughs> both. <laughs> a little Come bit on. of both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So, uh, the first sponsorship that I want you guys to go after is, okay. have you ever heard of the mystical fire? Mystical fire. I have heard of that. Didn't we talk yeah. about I that have on heard the podcast? That. Have we? I, I feel like I saw a commercial for it. Okay, what what yes. is the mystical fire? 
mystical fire, simply throw a packet of mystical fire into your campfire or even your fireplace and your fire will light up with reds, mm. greens, and blues. blues. Yeah, okay. it's pretty okay. sweet. I think he did bring this Disclaimer, do not cook food over this chemically induced fire. Okay, because okay. remember we talked about like the residue, is that illegal to leave the Does remnants it... of the mystical fire? I'll have to look more into that. Oh, that's but... leave no trace. Yeah, we can use. Okay, so I think what we're, the road that you're heading down here, Mike, is you are suggesting like legitimate sponsors that we should go after. Is that correct? Uh, sure. This episode I mean, of D&D is brought to you by the color changing fire. <laughs> I'll take a mystical fire. <laughs> okay, mystical fire is one. We can. I'm gonna. We'll we'll revisit this and and I'll I'll, I'll let you. This know would be good for your movie making, Carl. You'd have a okay. great intro shot of a exactly. blue fire. That's true. That's a good point. You know, think about it. All right. Okay. So now the other one, I know you guys don't like to bring this on the trail with you and you typically use pine cones or rocks. Ooh, yeah, we do. Which, I have no idea how you use a rock to do this, but Mainly this one, cones. B&B brought to you by glow in the dark toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Carl's all about Doesn't that. offer anything functional on your camping trip. I can't imagine its limits enough light to help you find your way to the loo. I mean, how late am I going? How late am I going poop, though? You know, I I never know when it's going to call. Right. I I feel like I'm pretty regular. (laughs) I'm I'm about a three to five p.m. guy. Okay, And that's that's my thing. Wait. So so what brand is it just called glow in the dark toilet paper or is there an actual brand? Yeah. Glow in the dark toilet paper. Okay, There might be. Uh, So the one that you guys are probably most interested in. And I know Let's talk a lot about camp chairs, right? Three-legged camp chairs, two-legged yes. camp chairs, no camp chairs. Right. Personally, when I have to bring the bear canister, you know, that becomes my camp chair. But that's fair. we have looked into them. Okay. So I want to bring you this next product. Now, i really like you guys to pitch this company. Okay, great. Okay. So this would be sponsored B&B. This episode of B&B is sponsored by the squat strap. It is squat no chair. Strap. It's a strap that goes around a tree and you're harnessed in and you just lean back and it holds you up. Okay. I think you, Mike, are a fan of Derek because Yeah, he is. Because Derek is really good at rehashing the same ingenious things. And and Derek's brought the squat strap <laughs> twice now. I think even in the oh, last year. And so I, I think that's a fair suggestion that for sponsorship. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but so you and Derek, I can be right, look if I, I can be at a campfire if I can be at a campfire with all the guys and Carl's strapped to a tree it's gonna be the it's gonna be great you know <laughs> for a lot of reasons so I'm all so, bored okay. squat strap okay <laughs> all right so all right. this is a better one because now I know you guys have brought up the washing the clothes in your bear canister twice now I know you guys have brought this one up yeah, twice, yeah right? that's true. shaking it around well this one is called the scrubba wash bag so just mm. imagine it this episode of b&b is brought to you by the scrubba, scrubba wash, wash bag, bag. scrubba the wash bag. bag yeah yeah i think starts out is just a, a i think i mentioned this mike i want to say i brought this up yeah, a long yeah time. i think i think mike mike's method of research is the same as derek's which is listening to previous <laughs> podcast episodes <laughs> Carl's uh, is all just about mockery and uh, no validity and creating stats for random things. The scrubba, so it's a, right, round and round we go. Okay, you know, so, we go. but I think that I think you're you're taking a different angle on this, whereas Derek was using it for trivia or for kind of just for fun information. Mike, you're actually like you guys should look into getting sponsored by these companies. Scrubba Wash. So I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna I'm gonna add these to my list and I'm gonna inquire. Uh, to see if there's any interest from these companies to see if we can add a sponsor because we can always use an extra sponsor to, to help our, sure. our show. So um, I like it, Mike, man, appreciate it. Thanks for looking out for us really by, yeah. you know, <laughs> trying to find more sponsors for us. I'm just looking out for you guys. It's the I journey we're all on. We appreciate it. All right. So we got Cassie from central Illinois. She refers to it as the armpit of Illinois. Cassie, how's it going today? It is going great. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. And um, yeah, you reached out to us uh, not too long ago on our show and revealed that you have your own, is it like a backpacking club or backpacking group that's on Facebook? Is that correct? Yeah. So it's an outdoors group and I started it in January of this year. Um, My passion is hiking and backpacking, but the friend that I started it with, she's big into hiking, but also kayaking. 
Okay. So um, we, we wanted to start this group. I had been asked uh, for years and years by friends and just acquaintances, you know, hey, you really need to start an outdoor group. I love following you. I live vicariously through you. And so I was like, you know what, what why not? So let's just do it. And so start it in January. And then um, COVID hit shortly after. So we only right. got one of our meetings in. We started them back up again um, in person in August, I think it was, or July. Okay. But I was doing um, every other week, I was doing live videos with the group. So I was talking uh-huh. about um, water filtration systems or my backpack or you know my sleep system and explaining things because a lot of people in the group didn't know anything about it. So oh, that was okay. kind of a way to... Uh, keep people engaged. Right. Nice. So when right. you say meetings, you're you're saying that you had just almost like a kind of a get together with folks and they had they can kind of do like a Q&A around like a, a theme that you'd set up. Is that correct? Yep. So I have uh, themes for each of the months we'd get together. So one of the months um, we'd meet at a park and we had potluck, everyone would bring their own stuff. And then, mm-hmm. uh, we would talk about trip itineraries and I would give them sample itineraries of wow. backpacking trips or hiking trips that I had gone on and explain the importance of getting permits early, you know, looking at this, looking at that, all of the fun stuff that, you know, Carl, that goes oh, into yeah. uh, trip planning. Um, then we had, uh, one of the guys in our group is big into cycling. So okay. we, uh, asked him to run that meeting. And so, we learned how to fix a tire and do this and that. So there's themes. And then that that. month we did a bike trip into Missouri. And so then when I had a, um, a hiking uh, related group meeting, we went on a group hike that month. Um, So next month we're going skiing. So we're, we're trying to really, uh, uh, this is cool. Switch it up. Yeah. Okay. So you went, when you say you went on a hike, you went like, like a day hike, not a backpacking trip. Yeah, we haven't gone on a backpacking trip yet. Um, it was just a day hike. I think okay. it was like seven or eight miles. So it okay. wasn't anything too intense. Um, gotcha. But um, yeah, so the hope is to do, I want to do a backpacking trip to Pictured Rocks Ooh. or to Arkansas just to kind of start them out. Yeah. So that's that's the hope for next year. Arkansas like is known as the starter state, right? Yeah, well, it's close by. <laughs> Remember, I'm in Illinois. So like, no, I know. I'm like a nine hour drive. Right. So. Come on, Derek, go. I know you got a question. You want to ask her about one of the themed topics she chose for the month. Has she no, done such and no, such, right? I, I wanted to ask about the potluck and what you would bring to a potluck. Because I, I have no <laughs> idea what you'd bring to a potluck. What, Cold I bring? Or, or what yeah, Cassie what would you bring? bring? Well, we'll, we'll ask what Cassie brought for okay. sure. What would well, you bring? We, supplied, we supplied all of the meats. So we'd have burgers, okay. we'd have hot dogs, we'd have all the, the fixings, and then all of the paper plates and all that right. water and then okay. everybody would bring a side dish that so. was kind of my guess so carl what would your side dish be salad dehydrated mashed potatoes that would be accurate <laughs> something awkward <laughs> that nobody would want to eat like not exactly. not rehydrated yet either like rehydrate on the spot bring a jet boil pour it in there yeah but i like this you're like it like an educator as well which is really cool because people are learning about all kinds of things that they may not even know about or might be afraid to ask about like carl doesn't know how to change a tire you know that would be good for him to watch and, and be a part of so well, that's you know, cool. like the yeah. air goes in the tire carl you, you know what i mean so, so very like helpful that. very helpful yeah here's the question that i think derek wants to ask and he might be mm. a little afraid he wants to know if you've done a theme topic for how to go to the bathroom in the woods yet i mean why not i mean that, <laughs> yes. that's important carl leave no trace Right. <laughs> yes, we have done that. So okay. I have zero shame when it comes to talking yes. to people. So yes. I explained, yes. you know, like women can have the P reg or you could just shake it dry or you can like, oh my uh, gosh, you know, the go you girl trowel and you know, you have to do all that or you right. use the pine cone, whatever you want to do. But, the pine cone. Not the pine cone. It's becoming legendary. It's becoming legendary. I will say that the group was not too keen on when I said there are certain areas of the country that you have to pack everything out. Mm, and they right. basically said, let's not go there. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So we won't be going to those places. Valid. That's gotcha. valid. Yeah. Last question. So it sounds like you, I mean, obviously COVID's causing some problems with getting this group going since you started about a year ago, but it looks like you're trending upward with some potential events you're going to do and maybe some um, different kinds of events you're going to do. When Mm -hmm. trying to plan these events, whether it's going to be, you know, long day hike, backpacking trip, whatever, how do you ensure that you don't get like a creepy person going along? 
Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that. So okay. um, we actually had an issue already. Um, I've had to kick my first member out of the group. Um, okay. No. <laughs> yes. Oh, geez. Yeah. But the way that the way that my friend and I, we look at it this way, we've got a great group. We're up to 176 people now. That's which is awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, for, for us, the size of town we have, yes. Um, but there was an issue that I was made aware of, had nothing to do with our group, just the person in general and yeah. their life. And I was like, I do not want my group to ever feel uncomfortable or feel like they can't go overnight someplace mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. go out of town somewhere. And so right. for the benefit of the group, um, I just removed them. There hasn't been an issue because of it, which is good. And I have, we've had more people go come to the group because that person's gone. So did they yeah. anticipate you doing that to them or kicking them out or not? Um, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. But okay. they haven't said anything to me, um, but I've oh. also blocked them on all social media. So maybe <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you got to lay the hammer down, Cassie. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would kick yeah. Carl out of Margo if I could. But. <laughs> all <laughs> right. An option. Well, Cassie, really, really impressive that you set this group up. You already have almost 200 that people. That is joining they're participating they're asking questions you get i mean it sounds like you are just doing a service to those people by teaching them the basics really of back, yeah back that's back really cool that's i really definitely cool. need more people like you out there doing that so if you are in and around the illinois or arkansas area apparently this might be a group for you so maybe we can um link the yeah we'll link the group yeah, in our show notes so do you want to say the name out. of it one more time Is yeah it's backcountry enthusiasts Okay. okay. And we have most of our members are Illinois, but we have some in California, some in Colorado, wow. some in Florida. Um, okay. We just had someone from Colorado join last uh, month. So we have okay. some people from all over the country too. That's um, Because they want to, you know, get together if we do um, trips out of state. Yeah. Um, well, good so deal. Keep on keeping on, Cassie. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. And thanks for joining right. us. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Next up, we've got Gimli from, from Middle Earth with us. What's up, Gim? How are we doing, backpacking with listeners? <laughs> hey, the axes are sharp over here. How about you? Uh, it's similar things over here. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. I see you've gone residential and you're, you got a house <laughs> background. You're not really outside anymore, camping. Uh, not, this is not a video podcast. Not a video podcast. <laughs> but still good entertainment. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently Zoom works, um, you know, through different realms, which is awesome. So we're, we're happy to have you. And uh, yeah, so we, it's interesting. We have a guy that goes with us on our backpacking trip named Rocky, and he tends to pack just an impossible amount of gear into his backpack. Mm -hmm. And you, you're kind of the opposite because you go just like so ultra light. I don't even think you have a backpack. Is that correct? That's correct. I, I don't need one. I just need the axe. No food, wow. sometimes no rest. Wow. No <laughs> satchel, no no hip belt, nothing. Right. So nothing. Yeah. So what do you, what do you use for like a sleeping pad? Uh, I just take my vest off and put it under my head. Put or put it under my back. And then lots of times I use a rock. Similar that to sense. that story you told earlier, uh, the Jacob character from uh, from uh, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> what about peat moss? You use peat moss as a no bot. No peat moss. That sounds innovative. Sounds cutting edge. I might I might have to look into it. I know, I know a guy who did that. Went really well. Sounds rugged. Oh, Come he is. fight with me. Who was it? Uh <laughs> one of the one of the two guys on this podcast. And uh clearly then it was Carl. <laughs> that would be the day. <laughs> that would be the day. <laughs> Carl doesn't bring his sleeping mat as he's mentioned. Uh, or he did for he did not for a long time. So, yeah, sleeping mat's kind of new for him. He's not really used to it yet. Getting getting back to um, to to your style of backpacking, you you've been able to cover quite a bit of ground over a very short time period. What do you think enables you to go such to go like you know so ultra light? Basically, because I I do mix in sprints. I I, I must admit I'm kind of wasted on cross country. Uh, <laughs> I'm more of a natural sprinter, so I try to sprint from one rock to the next rock, searching for mm. quarry. Uh, that, that sort of picks it up. And then, and then after those sprints, I kind of, a more hike, hike jog maybe. Hike jog. I think kind of the combination of the two allows me to go for greater distances, I would say. Okay, so sprinting yeah. enables you to bring less, is what you're saying. Yes. Um, okay. That makes complete sense. Yeah, yeah cover more ground and less time. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then rest and recuperate. You said rock to rock. Is that right? Uh, what if there's no rocks? 
I mean, like, what if you're in a field? You go uh, grass blade yeah. to grass blade, or what are, what are we talking? That's exactly what you do. Branch to branch, grass blade to grass blade. <laughs> okay. All right. That sounds efficient. Bear to bear. That sounds efficient. I like moose that. to moose. Okay, so so last question for you, uh, Mr. Gimley. Mm. When when trying to catch catch some fish with an axe, what technique do you use? I, I kind of call it the smash and grab technique. Mm. You just you smash stuff. When That's you smash stuff, it, yeah. it, your bludgeon generally bludgeon. that kind of does the trick. Yes. Mm. And that's a technique? Is that highly efficient, would you say? Yeah, it maims the fish. Much easier to catch when they're swimming around all healthy. Okay. I don't think I'm quite fast enough to handle them. I mean, at least they're going quickly, you know? Yeah, it's good to see living creatures, no no doubt. Is it it fair to say that when you you smash stuff, only good things can happen? Oh, I I think that is a truism for life. All right, with us now, we have Sam from South Dakota. How's it going, man? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Good. We just uh, recorded, or we just released the episode that you had the interview on last week, and now you're following up, and it's now the future. It's the future Sam. It is. Here I am. Future Sam, (laughs) a married man. What's it feel like on a scale of 1 to 10? It's a 10. Uh, Hands down, a 10. Uh, one was the best in that scale, so that's not good. Oh, um, shoot. That's not... should have asked. <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. I completely changed my answer. That's right. good. Uh, so it's has it been a big adjustment or pretty? Somewhere in the middle, I'd say. There's definitely new things that I've learned that just trying to be more selfless and be a better partner for her as best I can. Mm. So it's been a good change for me, but I think I've grown overall. Good deal. What would yeah. be your number one tip for Derek on how to be selfless? <laughs> um, share your socks dirty <laughs> exactly listen to carl maybe that's what you need to do Ooh, that's bad advice Sam. That bad advice <laughs> oh man t- so okay so now now that you're future sam and you've had some time to reflect you decided to go on a backpacking trip with a bunch of strangers yeah. a week before your wedding back in august good decision bad decision where do you land on that I think it was a good decision because everything yeah. went well. I mean, <laughs> you were gambling. I was gambling. It was a risk for sure. I would say that if anything would have gone wrong, if I wouldn't have made it out of that trip, would have been a bad decision. Is that a strong concern for you? Because you're, I mean, you're a pretty fit guy, obviously. Is that? Yeah, I think it should always be a concern, though. It's, you never know what's going to happen out there. Even when you're with a group of really responsible people like that, you just never know. Anything can happen while you're out there. I mean, he might have to take you out, Carl, and I see that. <laughs> as a possibility so what was anytime. your wait you might have already mentioned this previously but I, I was curious like did your when you told your fiance like hey i'm gonna go do this was she like um what like why would you you sure um she knows how much i really love backpacking and i yeah. think she understood how much that trip meant to me too so yeah. she never really hesitated at all that's wow. cool yeah that's cool okay. she's very supportive of that kind of stuff so i appreciate that about her Indeed. All right. Well, we, okay. So uh, the floor is now yours. You have a, you had a question or comment for us. Is that correct? Yes. Right. Right. Let her rip. So now that uh, we just got married, we're trying to think kind of about doing uh, new traditions, like especially Christmas traditions mm-hmm. somewhere around there. I was wondering if you guys had any Christmas traditions that you always do or any traditions that you've heard of that you think are really funny. Cause Ooh. we're trying to start some new ones and uh, okay. especially as a new family, you know, so we're just open for ideas. Right. Carl, you want to you want to spearhead that? Spearhead the Christmas tradition, sure. Our you can say Elf on the Shelf. Obviously, there's Elf on the Shelf. We'll start with that. That's 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 (laughs) just a given, though. Yeah, that's given. That's a good question, man. Um, kind of an outdoor related one would be we have like a national forest west of us. It's actually in like backpacking country, so it's kind of similar to you. You're next to the Black Hills. Right. And uh, they sell Christmas tree permits where you go and cut your own Christmas tree down. Yeah. And so we yeah. go find our own tree every year and um, bring the kids along. And we usually, you know, get like a, a treat on the way back after we found the tree. I guess moving from California, like the thought of that just sounds like you're, you know, deforesting the area, but they do that to thin so, out the forest because it's exactly. just prime time for a big forest fire at some point, because it's, I feel like when we go and hike back to get the treats, like we're, we're hiking on like blankets of pine needles that are just going to start a fire at some point. But yeah. um yeah, so that's that's been probably our number one. Like, if you ask my family what their favorite tradition would be, it would be probably that. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a great tradition. And then you decorate it and everything afterwards. Um, no, they don't. They don't decorate their. They don't decorate their tree. 
right? Usually with green. <laughs> yeah, star don't on top don't touch the tree. <laughs> What's That's more ridiculous, right Sam there. asking if I decorate or Derek just saying that I don't decorate? <laughs> I think the question's more ridiculous. Yes, we put ornaments on the tree afterwards. We don't just put a random tree in the house. <laughs> you never know. Um, do, you, do you do like the pop the, the popcorn and cranberries thing, Carl? You just done that? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? The popcorn and cranberries The popcorn thing. wreath around the... Yeah, the, I think that our dog would eat. It might be 1980s. Yeah, it's probably 1980s. But That's I think, fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should, yeah. we've always done like this tradition where like when we're decorating the house or especially the tree, we always have to wear like a super funny or ridiculous hat mm. to just make it more enjoyable. It kind of like breaks the ice and makes things more more fun. I would say okay. so. That's one thing I think we really enjoy doing. Can you bring some of these hats on the next backpacking trip? If do you want to see them? If I you, you if you wear them, I want you to wear one too. I'll wear one, but okay. if you're gonna wear one, I I might pick one out for you. I'll just say that. <laughs> There's one tradition around here that a lot of people do. They hike the Black Elk Peak and they start mm. at like 3 a.m. and get there by sunrise, and they'll do that for Christmas. Okay. Ooh. But I don't really want to get up that early. No, not on Christmas. Is no. it? Isn't it? Isn't it snow covered though? Yeah, out. for sure. Yeah. Some okay. some years you definitely have to use snowshoes or. Some years though, I mean December sometimes it's not so bad. And right now we don't yeah. have very much snow. So okay. I, so, I would say get a list of like not a list, but like create like some simple traditions you mm. do in the house that are yeah. easy and fun. Right. Like whatever. And then if you have something bigger like that, because you're gonna I mean, if you do this black, what is it, the three AM thing? It's like yeah. when you're like fifty, you're gonna be like, Do I wanna get up? I, do yeah, I wanna right. do this? Whoa, wait, yeah. when you're fifty, you don't think you're up for hiking a peak? Derek? at 3 a.m i'm just saying because you you're if you're taking your kids and your wife right at this point i'm True. assuming you have yeah. kids at 50 right so maybe who knows they all God might be I. like <laughs> i could see them being like dad i just want to sleep in i don't want to go ahead like you might yeah. get that whole thing going on exactly so. yeah you might want to simplify right right that might be too much might be later in the day that'd be mine at 50 my kids are adults and so i think yeah if they're primed for adventure they're gonna be up for that are you gonna make 50 like i'm worried about there's it. I'm gonna say 50-50 chance. 50-50 chance of making. Based on if we if we revisit how the planned trips went from last year, if that trend continues, then I'm gonna say 25% chance. That's accurate. Those are accurate stats. Right. Right. Even though they're made up. My other question was gonna be, what did y'all learn from 2020? But I thought that might be a little too hard on Carl for all the lessons that you have to learn this year. We've done episodes chronicling. S A R. S A R. <laughs> yeah why don't you answer for me and i'll answer for you go ahead Derek. search and got? rescue is what you learned i learned oh, i learned right. search, what, what does that even mean search and rescue exists. you know exactly what it means if you listen to the bnb that's all i'm yeah. i learned so your answer is i learned search and rescue that's your answer you, no that's not my answer it's it's all encompassing it's it's your failures that led up to the sar is what you learned about what not to do <laughs> not to okay, allow okay. that's better you saved yourself because for a second that did not make any sense it <laughs> makes sense to, to wise people it makes complete sense that's all right. you know i'm gonna say it didn't make sense okay you know at what? the end he tied it in at the end i think he's having audio issues that's fine side note on the search and rescue i have in my uh google chrome bookmarks i've got local Ooh. search and rescue how to join so i can give back so did you, did you add SAR to your speed dial? I probably should, but not yet. Oh, still yeah. haven't learned them. Got no. It. Do you so. know, do you know how to access SAR by the way? Do you know what number it is? I don't. It's nine one one. If yeah, you I memorize that, you'll be six. good. You'll be good. All right, Sam. Well, uh, we appreciate you joining us for the show and yeah. uh, we wish you guys. We, we hope you have a Merry Christmas or by the time this comes out, we hope that you had a Merry Christmas. Yeah, same to you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Merry for Christmas. Me. We'll I see you soon, it. hopefully. Next up, we got Riley. Riley, welcome to BNB Radio. How are you doing? I'm good. You're How good. Are you? I'm doing great. How old are you, Riley? I'm eight, almost nine. That's awesome. You sound like you're 34 years old. So great. Congratulations. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. So welcome to our radio show. Uh, what do you got for us? You got, you got something for us today? Let's hear it. I, ha- I have some jokes. Oh, yeah. The first one is, what did the rock say to the dirt? What did the rock say to the dirt? I don't know. <laughs> you need a shower? He said, I, I used to be in Carl's backpack. What, what, did, he say? what did he say? You look dirty. yeah i think i've said that to to derek before actually so that relates nice nice okay 
I get Second, dirty. you got another joke for us? Why are plants always breathing? Why are plants always breathing? Yeah. Mm, that's a good one. I don't know. Why, why are they always breathing? They're, in, they're into fitness? I don't know. <laughs> no, because they produce oxygen. Ah, that is very scientific. She wants to be a scientist, I can tell. Yeah. Don't I you? think that's, I think she's on the right track. So, do you yeah. think that one's funny and like in real life, sort of like true? It's like it's, a true, it's like break. it's it's funny and yeah. educational, which is kind of what we hope for in our podcast, to be honest. So that relates. Yeah. yeah. You taught us more in that joke than Carl's taught us the entire four seasons of Backpacking the <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> a simple child joke. <laughs> All right. I've got I've got a joke for you, Miss Riley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting Derek. Interrupt. <laughs> Welcome to my world. That's, that's not, <laughs> anything else you want to share with uh, the world out there, Miss Riley? You like like the fire, like sitting around the fire and singing songs, right? Yeah, and I I wanted to like sleep while we're like moving in an RV. I always wanted to do that. You want to sleep in the RV while it's moving? Yeah, that's a big you know? time. That's because uh, I always sleep good when I'm drive. Well, when someone's driving and I'm in the car. You right. do? Sometimes, sometimes if we're like if if I'm tired in the car, sometimes I like fall asleep and I sleep like oh. really good. Oh. Yeah, I believe it. A- All right, so I had a question about. You said you like to uh, sit around campfires and sing songs. Give me a song that you like to sing around the campfire. You mean uh, oh. I want to fly. Exactly. <laughs> she knows it. She knows every word. <laughs> Crushing it. Nice job, buddy. That's right. All right. So it sounds like uh, your dad has to come up with some good stories for the campfire. And, and I do too. And you, you do. too. Yeah, we got we yeah. got to work on that. So next time we check in, we want to hear what stories you're sharing on the campfire. And uh, you can, you know, tell us how but your dad's doing. Tell it's story actually too. spooky stories. I like to talk Spooky about. stories. Riley, thanks for coming on our show. Thanks for joining the B&B Radio. And we will catch you later. All right. So uh, we had kind of a variety of topics, variety of guests there, man. What did you think about that? Wild. It was wild. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So any uh, anything you t- took away, anything, an inspiration, information anything along those lines inspiration of information um just the the uh you know maybe we need to hunt down some more of these sponsors you know get some uh, mystical fire maybe get some scrub what was the other one scrub bucket i can't remember the name of it uh yeah hunt that down get my christmas traditions in order you know a lot okay. of these things so let's revisit the sponsors one real quick so you think that mm-hmm. like regardless of whether they sponsored us or not you would be a a user of those items is that correct not all i don't think i because we don't really do laundry on the trip right unless you're doing right. like a maybe like a long yeah, trip or something i might eventually but i think one thing that we've done over the years is we've made sure that if we do want to support or review or whatever talk about a particular company like we have to be on board with their stuff right absolutely we've, we've turned down a few folks to say the least and just downright rejected um, money so that we didn't support companies that we felt were not a fit or that were just downright bad companies. So you're saying we're we're you're saying we're not sellouts for the most part. I don't know. We've been a sellout before. Okay. Would you and be honest? Would you use a squat strap? That's what I'm asking. Is all three of those things were not common things you'd bring on the trail? And so would I be willing to use one or say that it's worth using one to get a sponsorship? And I don't think so. Right. I could maybe see us doing mystical fire. Yeah, maybe. Do I'm that. willing to. I'm willing to at least ask to try one from the squat strap people. Yeah. And then maybe that'll become a, a random gearbox gift for somebody who's willing to review us. But um. You might fall in love with it. You know who knows? Yeah, you never know. Maybe maybe that's true. Maybe I just got to try it out, and I'm like, this is the best thing ever, for sure. Yeah, I think Mike sure. had a good, good idea there. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll all at least reach out to those folks, and um, get rejected probably, but yeah. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, for me, I think you know, like Chris, Chris's uh, leadership skills and trying to inspire people to be contributors around camp. I think I need to, you know, not assume that 
people are going to contribute, you know, like when I see you just sitting there doing nothing, um, in places that don't have campfire availability, I think I just need to be like, Hey Derek, can you, you know, like contribute something? Can you do such and such? Can you clean out my pack for me, Derek, please? Yeah. Yes. That would be great. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I get into, to Cassie's, um, you know, her Illinois based group. Yeah. What do you think about starting up like a Southern California like hiking or adventure or backpacking group would you ever do something like that maybe i don't know if i'd start one but i you know i heard her and that's her passion that's great i think you know i hear the number what i think she said it was 176 or 67 people do yeah. you think you could get that many people where you live to do that because i was imp- i was amazing yeah. i think her the attraction for what she's doing she's doing two things first of all she's in an area that's not necessarily known to have a lot of backpackers and i think she would admit that mm. and so she gets the you know she's pulling in from people um that don't have a lot of other options and then she's also very it sounds like informational where she's teaching a lot yeah. and so people can interact with their teacher because they're part of that same group so in colorado like we have a lot of groups that are already out there and you know even my own neighborhood has like a hiking club and so yeah so i, I don't know that i would have anything new to offer i mean it makes that. sense i mean colorado's Rome, like i guess yeah. one of the hiking hubs i feel like of california there's so much to do over there for sure so that's good though that for she's sure. getting yeah. the word out though, so you know in, in in informing people yeah so. no, for sure yeah that was impressive absolutely lots of things to think about we'll probably circle back to some of these other things but um but yeah, just thanks to everybody for, for being willing to come on our show. I know it was kind of a weird time on a Sunday, you know, Christmas week is when yep. we recorded this. Availability was limited. We had some folks that wanted to come on that just couldn't do it. And so uh, we just appreciate the people yeah. that were willing to make time. But um, I got some trivia for you, my friend, right after this. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Through the Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp, alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. From the Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest, me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Okay, so I got three trivia questions that were all inspired from conversations we had during this radio show. Number one, when inviting a newbie to a trip, what outdoor fear are they most likely to have? I would say uh, Carl snoring, probably, in the tent. Is that... Okay, yes, yes, correct, correct. (laughs) This is a general question. I'm not saying I'm on the trip. I'm just saying generally when you invite a newbie, like, they're probably going to be concerned about what? I'm going to say, like, they, you know, forgot to bring something that they think they need or... Um, so organizational anxiety is going to be their issue. Organizational anxiety for some people. Okay. I'd say fear of, of, you know, obviously maybe getting lost or having right. something tragic happen or whatever. Yeah, so what I did was I looked at, like, top five fears that people have, and two of them happen to be outdoor-related or could be outdoor-related. The first one was fear of heights. So if you're going on a trail that has some exposure, for sure. And so, yeah. and the second one was fear of the dark, or you could kind of tie that into fear of what's mm. in the dark with wild animals mm-hmm. lurking. So, um, so incorrect, yeah. my friend. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible answers. Uh, yeah. Number two, can you name two hiking skills that you can easily learn prior to a trip? 
or, or backpacking skills, skills, things you'd use in the backcountry that you typically wouldn't use, you know, around your house, around town, things you can learn before you get out mm-hmm. there, like easily. Like for, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of one that's you, like you could learn it, but okay. you know it might take some effort. So if you don't have access to, like a you know a campfire area, you you know that's not the easiest thing mm-hmm. to learn before. So maybe maybe not a fire say. Yeah, right. Uh, I would say you could learn how to filter water. Okay. You know, if you want to be brave, uh, yep. filter some toilet water and drink it. There you go. <laughs> Challenge yourself. You know, grow. <laughs> Get out of your box. Inside uh, Derek's be- mind, how do I relate this question to the bathroom? That <laughs> there's always a way, Carl. Uh, that would be one. I okay. think uh, another one would be. Um, I don't know how to word this. Like some a skill you can, and I I would say this is a skill of like what and how to pack like can you mm. can you practice because I, I mean there's been a, quite a few tri- well you're laughing at me but like there's been a few trips where like <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> can practice putting things into the backpack is that your answer <laughs> <laughs> how to put a shirt in a backpack by Derek Somerville no more like um what to bring and then like packing it in and then walking around with it and seeing what it actually feels like. Cause I think as a newbie, I know my first trip, I just jammed everything in the bag that I thought I needed and more. And I didn't, I didn't bother to like walk around with my backpack. Cause I, I know for a fact, if I had put all that in my pack and then walked around for like, I don't know, any short amount of time, I would have been like, this is way too much stuff. Like I can't bring all this stuff. And that would have helped me. Okay. I hope take stuff out of the pack. So just learning okay. how to pack for a your version of that would be walking around your house for like a couple minutes <laughs> my version of that would be walking around the grocery store while i'm yeah. shopping so there you go. i don't think walking around for like we've talked about this you go to an outdoor store you try a pack on you put a bunch of weight inside you walk mm-hmm. around the store you shop for a few minutes that does not simulate how you're gonna feel on the trail like not even close so I I like your answer, no. but I think that you gotta I think you gotta wear it out like on a walk or on a hike or something to really test that out. I would agree with you hundred percent. I would say okay. the the key though is to bring like okay if you can pack early because there's a lot of trips I pack like a month early, right? But I would say pack what you think you're gonna bring or what you think you need, right. and then walk and just try it out. Go on the little hour day hike or something yeah. and try it out. I know. No, I hundred percent agree. I just your version that I think walking around the house is insufficient. Is all I'm trying to say. I'm not saying walking around the house. That's what I'm not saying. You're you didn't say that. That's just what you do, right? Like that's how you tried your shoes on. That's how you tried different stuff out, right? No, I wore the shoes for a while. Okay. I did wear them around the house, but I wore them other places. Okay. But, okay. Um, I'm gonna say correct on this one. I, I really thought you were gonna say like go to the bathroom in your backyard or something weird like that. So go to the bathroom. What, what get your mind out of the gutter? I Carl. thought that's that's where I thought that's where I thought your mind was gonna go. Uh, yeah, well. number three, if you mm-hmm. unknowingly invite a creepy guy to a trip, how do you solve mm-hmm. that problem while out on the trail? <laughs> this is so hard. We've not, have we had this problem, a creepy person? We haven't always Dude, had the best, like, uh, friends go along, but we haven't had a creepy guy. I know it's, cat, I know it's cat, happening to people. I, Look, I'm just gonna say Cassie's a gambler, and <laughs> I like it, right. but it's it's risky. I mean, I don't right. know what I do. I think at some point, as the leader, you gotta like eat crow and just like either go up to that person and be like, "Look, uh, some people are feeling uncomfortable about A, B, C, D. I want everybody to have a good time, you included. Can we like, you know, tone it back a notch and then see? I mean, I, I that would be like step one. Okay. But, what are you gonna do? Like tell them to like go back and backtrack and leave the trail. I mean, and, like yeah, that's that's one option. I mean, you might have that would have to. I mean, eventually, yeah. Or you, you know, wake up at have everybody wake up at five a.m. and just quietly leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that would go real well. That would go really well. Hey, if there's if somebody's making you uncomfortable on trail, like I, I think all bets are off. Like I think you 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 have that talk, like you said, but if that's not working, man, like. If you have that talk with a with, with creepy guy, if you have to have that talk, I don't think they're gonna learn from that talk, right? They may not. Yeah, there's a good chance they won't. But I mean, what's the second second step? Like, hey, okay, we had this talk. We asked you to dial back X, Y, and Z. Now, can you simply just not talk? Just don't say anything. I think what'll make him leave in your world would be uh, to make him filter his own water. 
And okay. then he'd be so okay. annoyed by that. Or make him filter everybody's water for the group. Right? Yeah, hey, you're going to filter everybody's water. Keep him busy. Right. Give him chores. Yeah. Camp chores. Why don't you go to this? Go over here. Go to this. Okay. I still think you got to do what you got to do to get out of there, whether it's, you know, just be like, yeah, this, you know, we'll, we'll have to maybe plan something in the future. This trip's not for you, so get out of here. Or, <laughs> or uh, playing the game. Why don't you turn around and go back to your car? And, um... Right. Um, thankfully, we haven't had that. And just and we do have another you know, trip upcoming in April where we have a bunch of folks that um, are, are essentially strangers to each other. So more people are taking this risk. Uh, at this point, I think I've talked to everybody um, and gotten to know them well enough to know that, that we don't have creepy guy going on this upcoming trip. Unless... Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. You're a little creepy. Yeah. Not really. You know, Not really. in general. Uh, I'm going to give you a passing grade on this one. I'm going to say pass in the last one. As you should. As okay. you should. Okay. So um, That was fun. Do, you, do we have any tidbits for today? We do. What do we got? Right. Uh, first one I got, we have an MP3 from Yuri. And uh, he, he shared, he was the one that emailed us about, you know, talk to yourself in the future he had kind of the strong response and support of me so um he's now supporting our podcast and, it, and we did not ask him to do this but here's what he had to say what's up my bnb comrades i'm sending in this mp3 to ask all of the listeners uh for a small favor that's going to take less than 30 seconds of your time it's not going to cost you anything and it's a way to show appreciation for Derek and Carl for recording the this, this show that we all uh, love. I personally listen to all the episodes. And, um, you know, this is a chance to expand our backpacking community even further. And uh, all I'm asking for is that you guys give the show a five-star review. If you want to, you can uh, write a detailed uh, message of why you like it, and uh, these guys will respond. They're great at that. If not, just write great show, anything really. But giving this show five stars will uh, sort of put it on the map, and we can bring more people in and uh, sort of expand this uh, great pastime that we all enjoy. One of the bigger reasons I also recorded this is um, every time I reach out to these guys when I have a reaction to an episode or I have any thoughts or anything that I want to share, they're very fast to get back to me. And anytime, you know, I've been mentioned on the show, they always give credit. These guys are amazing when it comes to community and uh, connecting the listeners to the show. They also... Um, helped out my girlfriend pick up pick out a gift she didn't know what to get me she reached out and they told her what to get and these are the guys that uh, produce this and put this content out well anyway um i hope you guys enjoy uh the show as much as i do where you can uh give them their review so our numbers can grow thank you very much uh derek what do you think about that what a, what a, he's just a genuine good guy. I mean, he's just, you know, who gets out here and like plugs for us and like, you know, know, just uh leave a review this and that. What, what thank you very much. Yeah. That was really genuinely what a good guy. Uh not many like you out there. So thank you, Yuri. And uh hopefully these B&B eaters will jump online to give us a 6-star review if possible. Six I'm going to say 6, okay. yeah. I think there's a lot of folks that are listening that are super awesome, such as mm-hmm. Yuri. I think you just live yeah. in a place where you're surrounded by keeping up with the Joneses and that you're just jaded now. Would Me? you agree with that? Um, no, not at yeah. all. Not at all. <laughs> I ignore all my neighbors. I don't okay. talk to anybody. I isolate. Ex- it's, it's, that is exactly correct. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um, so a couple, a couple takeaways from his MP3. So first of all, you know, you mentioned like you can just say this, and like if you just click on the stars, that's great. But if you really just want to have fun with it, you can just say, "Yuri told me to" in the review. That'd be kind of funny. Just giving a, a Yuri a shout out. But he also sure. uh, used the phrase "B and B comrades," and so my question to you is, you know, I mm. I try to use the phrase "fellow adventurers" when talking to everybody listening out there. Should we replace that with "B and B comrades"? Well, you've mentioned this before in a previous episode, like you wanted to start using comrades. So, right. you know, you're rehashing, as you mock me for. Just wanted to make that known. Um, okay. But I don't know if that'll stick for us. I like comrades. I think, I don't know, coming from you, I don't know if it would sound genuine, though. Is that? 
like like what do you want what how do you want me to sound genuine you want me to like have a russian accent i want you to say like yeah well throw on the accent comrades they want you to you know like throw on some accent for me or just say we are like the fellowship of the ring (laughs) or something like that it doesn't really fit when you're talking without an accent and then you suddenly just for a singular phrase go to accent mode and then go back so i can try so like like for example, if I say like, "Hey, we'd love for yeah. all of you BB comrades out there to to give us a review," like that doesn't Ooh. work. Ooh, yeah, that exactly. was that was exactly. hard to listen to from you <laughs> for a lot of reasons. You you can work on that. You can work on that. Um, yeah, maybe I can take some linguistic lessons and do better. So Rosetta Stone, Carl Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you know, uh, you appreciate it, man. And uh, Derek, that's all I got. That was that's good, guys. Thanks again. That was a fun fun time, uh, and hopefully we'll do that again in the future as well and we look forward to talking with you guys in the next episode we will see you next time on the bnb remember if there's a creepy guy on your trip and you don't know who it is it's probably carl So, yeah, we were talking about skills, you know, with Chris, and uh, there is a skill. You know, Carl was talking about, oh, go to the bathroom and blah, 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 ha, ha, ha. Right. Well, he actually wrote a book, and it, it is about pre-backpacking trip uh, preparation, about how to use outdoor facilities correctly. And it's on Amazon, and uh, it's called Poopin' in the Poppies. So check out Poopin' in the Poppies by Carl. He gives you all those fun details. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.